Welcome to a Durban Christian Centre South message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus, and help build your relationship with our Lord Jesus. With you, we agree that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Here is Dr. Johnny Krobler with the Word from God just for you. Oh, hallelujah, glorious God. Thank you for your love that we sense now, your love that fills every heart, every home. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, dearly beloved. Welcome to this Sunday morning service. How I love spending time with you, and I know God's going to touch you mightily. Well, if you are ready, I've got a good word for you today, and I've entitled my message, Love Perspective. So I want you to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and we're going to read from verse 13. Are you ready? Now abides faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. Matthew twenty-two thirty-five. an expert in the law tested Jesus with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. The last question that Jesus asked Peter was, Peter, do you love me? And Peter said, Lord, you know I love you. Saints, I want to tell you today, love matters to God because God is love. God's love is the most unforgettable experience that we have in our lives. When we get born again, His love touched me. His love forgave me. His love cleansed me. His love made me accepted. His love translated me into His glorious kingdom, drew me into His presence, gave me an assurance his love gave me a brand new start. And how did our hearts sing? How did we just break out in spontaneous love and melodies of joy from our hearts, loving our God, rejoicing, and His love just overflowed us that we gave everything up and anything because love is worth the most in the whole world. Friend, to be unloved, is the worst thing in the world. But thank God, when we found the love of God, we found the foundation of our existence. Hallelujah. And so that's why I say the experience of Jesus' love is the greatest experience on the face of the earth. His love is like a fire burning in our hearts. His love is fervent, consuming, all-encompassing. His love is passionate. We gladly let everything go. We gladly counted all things lost because we found Him and His love above all else. We're not lukewarm. We're not disconnected. 
You know, um, I think of our cat. My wife loves her cat. Of course, I love her as well, but she loves hugging that cat. But that cat is so disinterested. <laughs> it's like Pat has to go and catch the cat. And then many times as the cat realizes that Pat's almost got her, she will run and then Pat will be disappointed, uh, you know, like a far off love. But then when Pat does get hold of her, she grabs her, she loves her, she kisses her. And uh, sometimes I think we like that cat. We can become so dispassionate towards God, but he's looking for a fervent, deep love. And friend, God's love for you is passionate. It's deeper than what you could ever hope or dream. God delights in you. Um, he's excited to see your progress. He's excited to see your growth. He can't wait to show you the next thing and to build into your life. God's love is joyful and triumphant and fresh and steadfast and ever the same. God's love is new every morning. He is ever fresh. David says of the love of God that he is thinking of me all the time. Wow. Psalm 139 says in verse 17, How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I wake, I'm still with you. It's amazing. God's love and the way that he keeps it up all the time. I think about the love that I had for my wife when I first met her, that deep joy and that pure passion and just the joy of spending time with her. But it's impossible to keep that up. That passion wanes, but God's doesn't. He keeps it up. God's love for you today is as deep as the day that you got saved. Hallelujah. He does keep it up. God's love is the purest, most joyable, incredible experience above all other experiences. Hallelujah. And he keeps it up. And that's my message to you today. Friend, God loves you. His hand is on you. And God is not disappointed in you. Hallelujah. He favors you. And I want you today to see yourself the way God sees you. Don't let the enemy warp your perspective of the love of God. You know, the devil always wants us to think poorly of ourselves, but we need to see ourselves who God says we really are. I think today about uh, one of those mirror shows that you go to and you walk into this room, it's got all kinds of mirrors and the mirrors do not give you a true reflection of yourself. I don't know if you've been in those and you walk past the one mirror and suddenly you look like this tall person. And then you walk in front of the next mirror and you're short. And then you walk in the next mirror and you, you've got a big stomach. You walk in the next one, you've got a hump back. And you just get warped in all kinds of ways. And every mirror you look at distorts you. And of course, we laugh because of the dis distortion. And it can look so terrible. But I tell you what, that's what the enemy wants to do all the time with you. He wants to distort your image of God. He wants to distort you. 
and your self-image and make you feel guilty, make you feel dirty, make you feel unworthy. He wants to mar your self-image. He wants to warp your thoughts about yourself. He wants to belittle your your uniqueness. He wants to draw you away and make you feel condemned. When the Bible says there's no condemnation in Christ, he wants to discourage you and turn the light of, of, uh, of physicality, of the flesh on you. But we need to see ourselves as God sees us. God sees you as pure and holy. He's only beloved. And I tell you today, you're accepted in the beloved. The Bible says he crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies the bible says that jesus is a high priest our high priest at the right hand of the father ever living to make intercession for us he's not the accuser i refuse to listen to the voice of accusation because jesus is my intercessor hallelujah and i want to tell you today dearly beloved god will never give up on you he has not given up on you. He is for you. Hallelujah. And he just thinks the most wonderful things about us. Do you know that you are beautiful to God? Do you know that you're a treasure to God? Do you know that God rejoices in you? The Bible says with singing, he rejoices in you. You are precious. You're close to his heart. And uh, in Psalm 139, we read how David speaks of that. And uh, if we look at verse 13, for you formed my inward parts, you covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. And verse 9 says, if I take the wings of the morning or dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. His right hand is holding you today. God's heart is pouring love on you even now. The Bible speaks from love. You see, you can only really understand the word of God from a love perspective because it's written by a God of love. <laughs> every word pours from love. Every word from God that he speaks to you and me is from love. The reason that he created all things beautiful is because of love. If you look at the creation and the awesome things around us, that song then sings my soul, starts with, oh Lord my God, when I'm in awesome wonder. And you look at the, all things that he created beautiful. Why did he create it beautiful? He created it for you and for me. I think of that song we used to sing as children, all things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small, all things wise and wonderful. The Lord God made them all. And he made all things beautiful for you and for me. Remember, he created this world for us to live in his presence. And of course, we know the devil came to destroy that. But you just need to look a little beyond the sin and see the beauty of creation. All, by, all the earth declares the glory of God's creation. Hallelujah. So saints, I'm saying to you today that God really loves you. 
with a deep love. When Adam and Eve sinned, this always blesses me, is that God didn't come to them in condemnation. When he cried out, Adam, where are you? I heard a preacher say it was a sob, a deep sob. Adam, where are you? I've lost you, Adam. And it wasn't because he didn't know where he is. He asked the question so Adam can know where he is. And he didn't reject them. He didn't condemn them. He didn't uh, totally write them off. But God immediately made plans to rescue them. Immediately. And I want to say to you, friend, every time you and I fail, God is immediately making a plan to restore you. Hallelujah. To draw you back because he will not write you off. He has made up his mind about you. You are his and he is yours. And he is the faithful brother that sticks closer to us. Hallelujah. And he is the one that keeps us today. When, when they fell, God didn't curse them. He cursed the serpent. He cursed the ground. But he saved them. Hallelujah. Genesis 3 verse 13 says, And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. And so the Lord God, that word Lord God means the dear God. It's a term of endearment. And so the Lord God that loves us said to the, serp to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all the cattle and more than the beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go and you shall eat all the dust of the earth all the days of your life. But God cursed the serpent and he saved humanity. He cursed the ground. He said, cursed be the ground for your sake. But he never, God has never cursed man. Hallelujah. He's the redeemer of man. He is your Redeemer. Hallelujah. God did everything to shield them from the curse, to redeem them from the devil's power over them. And he said, now, Adam, I'm going to shed blood for you. I'm going to provide blood for your protection and wait because I'm going to send a Redeemer for you. And I'm going to make sure that you don't stay in the condition that you are. Remember, Dearly beloved, the blood of Jesus redeems you, delivers you, sets you free. Hallelujah. Because God doesn't want you under the power of the, of the enemy. Hallelujah. God loves you with an everlasting love. And right now, some of you might be struggling with condemnation. You're struggling because things are going bad. But the Bible says that nothing... Paul says, I'm persuaded that nothing can separate me from the love of God. Hallelujah. And no matter how far the enemy has pressed you, no matter how much you might be disappointed, right now God is not disappointed in you. He's looking at you with love. He's looking at you with compassion. He is providing blood for you. He's providing grace for you. He's providing mercy for you. He's providing all that you need for your life because he has made up his mind that you are his beloved and God's mercies never fails. Hallelujah. Friend, herein is the love of God revealed that he first loved you. He didn't love us because we did something for him. He loved us first. And today, the love of God is poured out in your home. 
Today, the presence of God is filling your household. Hallelujah. When Jesus came, he said, I came to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. He said, the Son of God did not come to judge man, to destroy man, but to seek and to save that which is lost. And even now, the love of God is poured out to you in salvation, in deliverance. Hallelujah. There's a story of a man who's uh, had a son that he loved so much. He prepared for this son. He had inheritance. He had only one son, this family. And one day they had the terrible news that their son had been murdered. And uh, this murderer was, was uh, found. He went to court. And then the father of this son came and he dropped the charges. And he says on one condition that you must come stay by me. And so this young man came to stay. And that father said to him, look, I've, I've lost a son. I see that you are lost. Now I'm going to adopt you and make you my son. And of course, the guy felt terrible, but he poured his love on him. And he said, not only that, I'm going to give you my son's inheritance. And then he said, not only that, my son was going to go to university, so I'm going to pay for your university. And he wrote out his inheritance for this young man and changed his life completely. A murderer that became an heir. And that's the story of salvation. That's the story of our Heavenly Father that so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Are you lost? Are you in sin? Your father gave his son because God the Father is not willing that you perish, but he's come that you might have life and life more abundantly. And if you turn from your wicked ways and you say, Father, I've sinned, forgive me. He will forgive you. He'll wash you in his blood and put your trust in Jesus, his son whom he gave, who died for you, who paid the price that if you believe in Jesus you will not perish but have everlasting life today the Savior is calling you to come just like you are and say father forgive me I've sinned receive my soul I believe that Jesus died on the cross his blood was shed for my sin and I receive forgiveness by faith now if that's you, and turn your heart to God the Father. Say, Father, today I believe Jesus rose from the dead. He is your Son, and I confess Him as my Lord and Savior. Let His blood wash you. Let His forgiveness flood your life. And God restores you today to Himself. Friend, in God is always new beginnings. Jesus said, I've come to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Let salvation fill your heart let redemption fill your life. Let acceptance fill your home. Friend, don't believe the enemy that the reason things are going wrong with you is because God's angry with you or God's against you. He's not against you. He sent his son to redeem you. God loves you. Each and every one of you today, doesn't matter who you are, every saint, I want you to know that the promises in God are yes and amen for you. He loves you today with an everlasting love. Let his love envelop you. Let his love fill you. Hallelujah. He came to give us life 
and life more abundantly. So today, just raise your hands where you are and say, Heavenly Father, thank you for the abundant life. I receive your blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Now I'm stretching my hand to you and I'm releasing the blessing and the presence of God's love and acceptance in your home now. Father, it is your will that we prosper and be in health even as our souls prosper. And now, Father, let the fullness of your inheritance come to every home. Let the fullness of the salvation blessing rest on every household. I speak restitution. I release forgiveness. I release a new beginning. I thank you for the acceptable year of the Lord. I thank you and I release now in every home the, the promise to the heirs of salvation. Hallelujah. I release in every home blessing and life and healing. Receive your healing. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Receive your deliverance. Be free in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Receive your strength. Be strengthened in the name of Jesus. Receive your provision. Be provided for in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for your fullness and your glory poured out in every home. I bless you, dearly beloved. We cover you today, dearly beloved. Let the love of God fill your home with every heavenly blessing in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Saints, God loves you with an everlasting love that will never fail. He is patient with you. He is kind. He is faithful. His love endures. His love never fails. His love will keep you today. I bless you in your household. And I thank God. I can see the presence of God filling your home now. And you've been born up in His hands. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Saints, I bless you. I bless you in your finance. I want to thank every one of you for being faithful in your giving. We've been able to still uh, bless and help our staff and our pastors are able to receive a salary because of your faithfulness to God. And we commend you. We thank you. Thank God for that. And I want you to remember, as you are blessing, God blesses you. Hallelujah. We thank God for every one of you. Not today. May his hand be mightily set on you as you give, as you release for the kingdom, the glory of God released on your life. I release multiplication on your giving. I bless you today as you give, as you bring your time, as you bring your offering. Let the abundance of the kingdom, let the blessing of this house rest on your house in Jesus' name. Amen. We trust that you were blessed by today's podcast and that you were inspired to be more like Jesus. If you seek after him, you shall surely find him. If you would like more information, about Durban Christian Centre South and our various ministries. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel or visit our website www.durbanchristiancentre.co.za